This video is part of an audiobook series featuring the 15 invaluable laws of growth. Live them and reach your full potential. Written by John C. Maxwell in 2012. For more audiobooks, please visit my YouTube channel, find me on Spotify, or check out my website for downloads. Chapter 1 The Law of Intentionality Growth Doesn't Just Happen. Life is now in session. Are you present? Do you have a plan for your personal growth? Kurt Kampemeyer, the man who asked me the question, waited patiently for my response. It was a question that would change my life. I fumbled for answers. I listed my accomplishments from the previous three years. I talked about how hard I worked. I outlined my goals. I explained the things I was doing to reach more people. All of my answers were based on activity, not on improvement. Finally, I had to admit it. I had no plan to become better. It was something I had never considered before, and it exposed a major flaw in my approach to work and success. When I started my career, I was intentional about working, reaching my goals, and being successful. I had a strategy, hard work. I hoped that would get me where I wanted to go. But working hard does not guarantee success, and hope is not a strategy. How do you get better at what you do? How do you improve your relationships? How do you gain more depth and wisdom as a person? How do you gain insight? How do you overcome obstacles, work harder, work longer, or wait for things to get better? That conversation happened at lunch at a Holiday Inn restaurant in 1972. At the time, I had just been given the opportunity to move up in my career. I had been offered the best church in my denomination. Think about being offered the top leadership job in the premier location in your company. That's what it was for me. The problem was that I was 24 years old. I was in way over my head, and I knew that I didn't. if I didn't rise to the occasion, I would fail spectacularly. Kurt was a salesman who was selling a growth kit, a year-long plan with materials designed to help a person grow. He slid the brochure across the table to me. It cost $799, which was nearly a month's salary for me at the time. My mind was racing as I drove home. I had believed that success would come to anyone who just poured himself into his career. Kurt helped me to realize that the key was personal growth. It occurred to me that if you focus on goals, you may hit goals, but that doesn't guarantee growth. If you focus on growth, you will grow and always hit goals. As I drove, a quote from James Allen's As a Man Thinketh came to mind. I had read, first read that book in seventh grade and subsequently nearly a dozen times. Allen wrote, quote, People are anxious to improve their circumstances but are unwilling to improve themselves. They therefore remain bound, end quote. I couldn't afford what Kurt was offering, yet in my heart I knew that he had uncovered the key to the ability to meet my next leadership challenge and go to the higher levels of my career. I could see the gap between where I was and where I wanted to be, where I needed to be. It was a growth gap, and I needed to figure out how to bridge it. Growth Gap Traps If you have dreams, goals, or aspirations, you need to grow to achieve them. But if you are like I was, and if you are like most people, you have one or more mistaken beliefs that create a gap that keeps you from growing and reaching your potential. Take a look at the following eight misconceptions about growth that may be holding you back from being as intentional as you need to be. First, the assumption gap. I assume that I will automatically grow. When we are children, our bodies automatically grow. A years go by and we become taller, stronger, more capable of doing new things and facing new challenges. 
I think many people carry into adulthood a subconscious belief that mental, spiritual, and emotional growth follows a similar pattern. Time goes by and we simply get better. We're like Charlie Brown in Charles Schultz's Peanuts comic strip, who once said, quote, I think I've discovered the secret of life. You just hang around until you get used to it, end quote. The problem is that we don't improve by simply living. We must be intentional about it. Musician Bruce Springsteen commented, quote, A time comes when you need to stop waiting for the man you want to become and start being the man you want to be, end quote. No one improves by accident. Perhaps personal growth doesn't just happen on its own. And once you're done with your formal education, you must take complete ownership of the growth process because nobody else will do it for you. As Michel de Montaigne observed, quote, no wind favors him who has no destined port, end quote. If you want to improve your life, you must improve yourself, and you must make that a tangible target. Growth gap trap number two, the knowledge gap. I don't know how to grow. After my meeting with Kurt Kampemeyer, I talked to everybody I knew and asked the same question Kurt had asked me. Do you have a growth plan? I was hoping that somebody had figured this out and I could simply learn from him, but not one person said yes. Nobody in my world had a plan for growing and improving. I didn't know how to grow and neither did they. Designer, artist, and consultant Loretta Staples says, quote, if you are clear with what you want, the world responds with clarity, end quote. I knew what I wanted. I wanted to grow into the new job I was taking. I wanted to become someone capable of accomplishing the big goals I had set for myself. I just needed a way to do that. Many people learn only from the school of hard knocks. Difficult experiences teach them lessons the hard way, and they change, sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse. The lessons are random and difficult. It's much better to plan your growth intentionally. You decide where you need or want to grow. You choose what you will learn, and you follow through with discipline, going at the pace you set. After I met with Kurt and came to realize that I didn't know anyone else who could help me, my wife Margaret and I talked about ways we could scrimp, save, and go without to put aside $800. You have to remember that this was before credit cards. I skipped lunches. We canceled the vacation we had planned to take. We made do. It took us six months, but finally we did it. You can't imagine my excitement when I opened the growth kit and started to flip through the five areas it covered. Attitude, goals, discipline, measurement, and consistency. I look back now and I can see how basic those things were that the kit taught me, but that's what I needed. Learning those lessons opened the door of personal growth a crack for me, and through that crack, I began to see growth opportunities everywhere. My world began to open up. I accomplished more. I learned more. I was able to lead and help others more. Other opportunities began to present themselves. My world expanded. Outside of my faith, the decision to grow has impacted my life more than any other. Gap number three, the timing gap. It's just not the right time to begin. When I was a kid, one of my father's favorite riddles to us went like this. Five frogs are sitting on a log. Four decide to jump off. How many are left? The first time he asked me, I answered one. No, he responded, five. And why? Because there is a difference between deciding and doing. That was a point that dad often drove home with us. American politician Frank Clark said, quote, what great accomplishments we'd have in the world if everybody had done what they intended to do, end quote. Most people don't act as quickly as they should on things. 
they find themselves subject to the law of diminishing intent, which says, the longer you wait to do something you should do now, the greater the odds that you will never actually do it. Back when I was deciding whether to try to buy that first personal growth plan, in a way I was lucky because I knew I was headed to a job where I would be in way over my head. I would be challenged beyond anything I'd ever done. I would be under a microscope with high expectations, some for me to succeed and some for me to fail, from everyone who knew me. And I knew that if I didn't get better as a leader, I would fail. That prompted me to act as quickly as I could. You may be under similar personal or professional pressure right now. If you are, you're probably anxious to start growing and developing. But what if you're not? Whether you feel prompted or not, now is the time to start growing. Author and professor Leo Buscaglia asserted, quote, Life lived for tomorrow will always be a day from being realized, end quote. The reality is that you will never get much done unless you go ahead and do it before you are ready. If you're not already intentionally growing, you need to get started today. If you don't, you may reach some goals, which you can celebrate, but you will eventually plateau. Once you start growing intentionally, you can keep growing and keep asking, what's next? Gap number five, the mistake gap. I'm afraid of making mistakes. Growing can be a messy business. It means admitting that you don't have the answers. It requires making mistakes. It can make you look foolish. Most people don't enjoy that, but that is the price of admission if you want to improve. Years ago, I read a quote by Robert Schuller who said, quote, What would you attempt to do if you knew that you would not fail? End quote. Those words encouraged me to try things I believe were beyond my capabilities. They also inspired me to write the book Failing Forward. When I first received the first copy of that book from the publisher, I immediately wrote a thank you in it to Dr. Scholler and signed it to him. And I made a trip to Garden Grove so I could present it to him and thank him for the positive influence he had on my life. A photograph that was taken of us on that day sits on the desk in my office as a reminder of his investment in me. If you want to grow, you need to get over any fear you may have of making mistakes. As author and professor Warren Bennis asserts, quote, a mistake is simply another way of doing things, end quote. To become intentional about growing, expect to make mistakes every day and welcome them as a sign that you are moving in the right direction. Gap number five, the perfection gap. I have to find the best way before I start. Similar to the mistake gap is the perfection gap, the desire to find the best way to get started in a growth plan. When Kurt presented me with the idea of a growth plan, I went looking for the best way. But what I discovered is that I had it backward. I had to get started if I wanted to find the best way. It's similar to driving on an unfamiliar road at night. Ideally, you'd like to be able to see your whole route before you begin, but you see it progressively. As you move forward, a little more of the road is revealed to you. If you want to see more of the way, then get going. Gap number six, the inspiration gap. I don't feel like doing it. Many years ago, I was stuck in a doctor's waiting room for a really long time. So long, in fact, that I had completed all the work I'd brought with me for the wait and was looking for something productive to do. I flipped through a medical journal and found the following text, which has become one of my favorite examples of the inertia of motivation. And by the way, this was before Nike coined the phrase, quote, just do it. We hear it almost every day. 
I just can't get myself motivated to lose weight, test my blood sugar, etc. And we hear an equal number of sighs from diabetes educators who can't get their patients motivated to do the right things for their diabetes and health. We have news for you. Motivation is not going to strike you like lightning. And motivation is not something that someone else, a nurse, a doctor, or a family member, can bestow or force upon you. The whole idea of motivation is a trap. Forget motivation. Just do it. Exercise, lose weight, test your blood sugar, or whatever. Do it without motivation, and then guess what? After you start doing the thing, that's when the motivation comes and makes it easy for you to keep on doing. Motivation is like love and happiness. It's a byproduct. When you're actively engaged in doing something, it sneaks up and zaps you when you least expect it. As Harvard psychologist Jerome Bruner says, quote, you're more likely to act yourself into feeling than feel yourself into action, end quote. So act, whatever it is you know you should do, do it, end quote from the journal. When Kurt suggested that I needed to be intentional about growing, I had thousands of reasons not to do it. I didn't have the time, didn't have the money, the experience, and so on. I had only one reason to do it. I believed that I should do it because I hoped it would make a difference. That certainly didn't feel inspirational, but I started. And to my astonishment, after a year of dedicated growth, I started to pass some of my heroes. My reason for putting in the work changed from getting started to staying with it because it did make a difference. After that, I didn't want to miss a single day. You may not feel inspired to aggressively pursue a growth plan if you haven't started yet. If that's the case, please trust me when I say that the reasons to keep growing far outweigh the reasons to start growing. And you discover the reasons to stay with growth only if you stick with it long enough to start reaping the benefits. So make a commitment to yourself to start and stick with it for at least 12 months. If you do, you will fall in love with the process and you will be able to look back at the end of that year and see how far you have come. Gap number seven, the comparison gap. Others are better than I. Fairly early in my career, I attended an idea exchange with three other leaders in Orlando, Florida. I went because at this time I realized that I needed to be exposed to a bigger and better circle of leaders outside of my own small circle. At first, when I arrived, I was intimidated. As we talked and shared ideas, it became clear very quickly that I was not in their league. Their organizations were six times the size of mine, and they had many more and much better ideas than I did. I felt like I was in over my head and trying to swim. Despite that, I was encouraged. Why? Because I had discovered that great men were willing to share their ideas, and I was learning so much. You can only learn if others are ahead of you. The first 10 years that I was intentionally pursuing personal growth, I was always trying to catch up. I had to get over the comparison gap. I had to learn to become comfortable with being out of my comfort zone. It was a difficult transition, but well worth it. Gap number eight, the expectation gap. I thought it would be easier than this. I don't know any successful person who thinks growth comes quickly and climbing to the top is easy. It just doesn't happen. People create their own luck. And here is the formula. Preparation, which is growth, plus attitude, plus opportunity, plus action, which is doing something about it, all these equal luck. It starts with preparation. Unfortunately, that takes time. But here's the best news. As Jim Rowan said, quote, you cannot change your destination overnight, but you can change your direction overnight, end quote. 
If you want to reach your goals and fulfill your potential, become intentional about personal growth. It will change your life. Managing the transition to intentional growth. The sooner you make the transition to becoming intentional about your personal growth, the better it will be for you because growth compounds and accelerates if you remain intentional about it. Here's how to make the change. Step one, ask the big question now. The first year that I engaged in intentional personal growth, I discovered that it was going to be a lifetime process. During that year, the question in my mind changed from how long will this take to how far can I go? That is the question you should be asking yourself right now, not that you will be able to answer it. I started this growth journey 40 years ago and I still haven't answered it, but it will help you to set the direction, if not the distance. Where do you want to go in life? What direction do you want to go? What's the farthest you can imagine going? Answering those questions will help you get started on the personal growth journey. The best you can hope to do in life is to make the most out of whatever you have been given. You do that by investing in yourself, making yourself the best that you can be. The more you've got to work with, the greater your potential, and the farther you should try to go. As my dad used to say to me repeatedly when I was a kid, quote, to whomever much is given, much shall be required, end quote. Give growing your best so you can become your best. Step two, do it now. In 1974, I attended a seminar at the University of Dayton where W. Clement Stone spoke on the subject of having a sense of urgency. Stone was a business tycoon who had made his fortune in insurance. His session was titled, Do It Now, and one of the things he told us was this, Before you get out of bed every morning, say do it now 50 times. At the end of the day, before you go to sleep, the last thing that you should do is say do it now 50 times. I'm guessing there were about 8,000 people in the audience that day, but it felt like he was talking to me personally. I went home, and for the next six months, I actually followed his advice. The first thing every morning and the last thing before I went to sleep, I repeated the words, do it now. And it gave me tremendous sense of urgency. The greatest danger you face in this moment is the idea that you will make intentional growth a priority later. Don't fall into that trap. Recently, I read an article by Jennifer Reed in Success where she wrote, quote, Can there be a more insidious word? Later, as in, I'll do it later. Or, later, I'll have time to write that book that's been on my mind for the past five years. Or, I know I need to straighten out my finances. I'll do it later. Later is one of those dream killers, one of the countless obstacles we put up to derail our chances of success. The diet that starts tomorrow, the job hunt that begins eventually, the pursuit of the life dream that begins someday, combine with other self-imposed roadblocks and lock us on autopilot. Why do we do this to ourselves anyway? Why don't we take action now? Let's face it, the familiar is easy. The uncharted path is lined with uncertainties. End quote. By starting to read this book, you've already begun the process. Don't stop there. Keep taking more steps. Pick a resource that will help you grow and be begin learning from it today. Step three, face the fear factor. I recently read an article on the fears that keep people from becoming successful. The five factors come into play. Fear of failure, fear of trading security for the unknown, fear of being overextended financially, fear of what others will say or think, and fear that success will alienate peers. 
which of those fears most impacts you? For me, it was the last one, alienating my peers. By nature, I am a people pleaser, and I wanted everyone to like me. But it really doesn't matter which fear affects you the most. We all have fears, but here's the good news. We also all have faith. The question you have to ask yourself is, which emotion will I allow to be stronger? Your answer is important because the stronger emotion wins. I want to encourage you to feed your faith and starve your fear. Step 4. Change from accidental to intentional growth. People tend to get into ruts in life. They get into an easy groove and they don't try to break out of it even when it's taking them in the wrong direction. After a while, they just get by. If they learn something, it's because of a happy accident. Don't let that happen to you. If that is the attitude you've developed, then you would do well to remember that the only difference between a rut and a grave is the length. How do you know if you've slipped into a rut? Take a look at the differences between accidental growth and intentional growth. Accidental growth plans to start tomorrow. Intentional insists on starting today. Accidental waits for growth to come. Intentional takes complete responsibility to grow. Accidental learns only from mistakes. Intentional often learns before mistakes. Accidental growth depends on good luck where intentional growth relies on hard work. Accidental growth quits early and often. Intentional growth perseveres long and hard. Accidental growth falls into bad habits, whereas intentional growth fights for good habits. Accidental growth talks big, but intentional growth follows through. Accidental growth plays it safe, whereas intentional growth takes risks. Accidental growth thinks like a, a victim, and intentional growth thinks like a learner. Accidental relies on talent, but intentional relies on character. Accidental growth stops learning after graduation, and intentional growth never stops growing. Eleanor Roosevelt said, quote, One's philosophy is not best expressed in words. It is expressed in the choices one makes. In the long run, we shape our lives and we shape ourselves. The process never ends until we die. And the choices we make are ultimately our own responsibility. End quote. If you want to reach your potential and become the person you were created to be, you must do much more than just experience life and hope that you learn what you need along the way. You must go out of your way to seize growth opportunities as if your future depended on it. Why? Because it does. Growth doesn't just happen. Not for me, not for you, not for anybody. You have to go after it. Applying the Laws of Intentionality to Your Life 1. Which of the gaps discussed in this chapter have caused you to neglect growing the way you perhaps could have? The assumption gap, the knowledge gap, the timing gap, the mistake gap, the perfection gap, the inspiration gap, the comparison gap, and the expectation gap. Which one? Now that you have gained insight about the gaps, which strategies can you create and implement to help you bridge the gaps? Write out a specific plan for each gap that applied to you and take the first step of that plan today. Applying number two. Most people underestimate the unimportance of nearly everything in their lives. They get distracted. As a result, they put growth on the back burner. And if they do grow, it happens accidentally instead of intentionally. Take a look at your calendar for the next 12 months. How much time do you have specifically scheduled for personal growth? If you were like most people, your answer will be none. Or you may have planned to attend one event in the coming year. That's not going to cut it. 
rework your calendar so you have an appointment with yourself for personal growth every day, five days a week, 50 weeks a year. You might be thinking, what? I don't have time for that. And that's probably true, but do it anyway. If you want to succeed, you need to do whatever it takes. Get up an extra hour early, stay up an hour later, give up your lunch hour, put an extra time on the weekends. If you don't, you will have to prepare to give up your dreams and any hope of reaching your potential. Applying number three, start now. No matter what time of day you're reading these words, make a commitment to start growing today. Give that first hour before you go to sleep tonight. Put in the time today and for the next five days. You probably won't feel like doing it, but do it anyway. Thank you for watching. Please like, subscribe, and visit my channel for more exciting content.